You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Farewell and adieu to you fair Spanish ladies. Hey, how are you guys? Hope you're doing great. Kevin Goatee gutting the sacred cow. Whoa, boy. Blockbuster season is upon us, and David, the producer, returns to take on a mega blockbuster. He has chosen this go-around, Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. Before we get into it, thank you all for being fans and friends of the show. We love you, love you, love you, love you. Please subscribe to us on YouTube if you have not yet already. And, hey, if you want to advertise, guttingthesacredcow at gmail.com. And, hey, without further ado, we're going to get right into Captain Jack Sparrow. And can David, the producer, make him walk the plank? Ah, uh, ah, uh, oh. Gather round, here's what I know. It's just that this cow has got to go. I know some people kind of like it, yeah. First prize is a brand new Cadillac. Second prize, new set of steak knives. Third prize is you're fired. Kevin Israel, name that film. Coffee is for closers. Atta boy. <laughs> it takes these. That was that was a that was a, that was a softball. That was a softball. <laughs> well, one sometimes- of the best sales movies ever. Oh, isn't it? And Gary Glenn Ross, by the way, in case anybody listening is like, but he never said the name. (laughs) He never said the name. Fucking Israel doesn't know anything. You do get a lot of heat. I was going to say, fuck you. That's my name. But I don't know if that was too obtuse or not. Kevin Goatee, Kevin Israel. Here we are, kids, back again, getting the sacred cow. We love you. Thank you so much for checking in with us every single week. One small favor to ask of you at the beginning of the podcast, please, pretty, with sugar on top, clean the fucking car. Oh, that's Pulp Fiction. No, please subscribe to us on YouTube. Just click subscribe. You can turn off notifications. I don't give a shit. Kevin doesn't give a shit. Just subscribe. We need subscribers to have that count up so we can get monetized like our buddy David the producer is. Hey! 
Was that and then we can get, and then we can afford some sunglasses. Yeah, and <laughs> life will be complete. Oh, Kevin, we can afford those CVS off the little spinning rack for two ninety nine sunglasses. We're making money now. No, I think okay. he's I think he's wearing the official Ray Bans. I see yeah, it in the corner. Bad. There, uh, it says Ray Band, and it doesn't have a Batman symbol as one of the things. So, <laughs> so if it says Ray Band, then they're fake. <laughs> it doesn't say Bay Ran. <laughs> waka, waka, waka. David, the producer, is back. Guys, you remember David from God damn. I mean, we list our favorite episodes all the time when people ask us what are our favorite apps of our top 10. Easily Goonies, Easily Dirty Dancing, and Easily Pretty in Pink. And you all in our survey said you love his wife, Juliet, when she did Pretty in Pink because she tore that fucker to shreds. So David, the producer, returns for the third time to take on the film that started that jump-started the let's make a movie after a ride at Disney World. And that is the first Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. And it, and it also jump-started Johnny Depp's reemergence as a, as a bankable Hollywood actor. Oh, you, you, got, mean, yeah. you mean Cry Baby didn't do that for him? <laughs> <laughs> a man could the, dream. Yeah, right. Pirates of the Caribbean 2003, a budget at the time of $140 million, a box office haul of $654.3 million, turned that into $2021, $204.8 million budget, $956.8 million. Oh, Kevin Israel, go ahead and say what you love to say. It's a decent ROI. <laughs> oh, I was going to – that's one of them. I was looking more for your usual. You say that's Avengers money or almost. No, yeah, that is that is Avengers money. That's just that's that's just short of the one B mark. God yeah. damn. Uh huh. Oh yeah. I mean, Endgame. I know it, and then of course, uh, Deathly Made Over did. I wonder if uh, Infinity War did. It had to have, right? Oh yeah. That's yeah. over the B. Yeah. yeah. But I, if you look at the movies who have hit one billion dollars now, and then you look at Pirates of the Caribbean, it's like wow, that <laughs> almost got there. <laughs> Uh, it, it's it, it was a juggernaut that spawned a ton of awful sequels, but we're not here to talk about those today. We're here to talk about main one, Curse of the Black, or was it? Yeah, Curse of the Black Pearl. Excuse me. IMDb, as we all know, is a scale one through ten with decimal points. David, the producer, what did IMDb get on the old IMDb? I'm going to guess eight. Eight flat. Kevin Israel. Eight flat. Seven six. Some one of you has won both showcases, and it's gonna be David the producer. Eight ah, flat. Yes, you're always so good at this too, Kevin. Now, I've been I've been bad lately. <laughs> yeah, you you. I've been in a slump. You did, but you resubmerged. Uh, you re-emerged, yeah, I did. Excuse me. I did. <laughs> I did. Rotten Tomatoes one through one hundred, a percentage base score. We're gonna go to my co-host, and well, you can tell the news later on. Kevin Israel, what did the critics get on the rotten to give the black uh, black pearl Pirates of the Caribbean? Eighty four. Eighty four. David, the producer. Ooh, I'm going a uh, little prices right here. I'm going to go eighty three. Oh, David, the producer wins another one. Seventy nine. Uh, damn it. Yes. Not far off. Back to David, the producer for the people. What did the people give Pirates of the Caribbean? Four thousand. <laughs> no, I'll say uh, ooh, uh, I'll go low nineties. I think ninety one. Kevin Israel, eighty nine. 
86. Ah, damn it. Very good. Quotes. Can't win them all. And I use two of these three in regular conversation. Savvy. I do say savvy a lot after, after seeing this film, of course. The next one, I love saying, do we have an accord or using the word accord in some way, shape or form? And the ever popular, if you've been on the ride, dead men tell no tales. Kevin Israel, how about quotes from you? But you have heard of me. <laughs> that, that was that was fantastic. Right. And uh, and this is this is a this is a great one that I when I, the few times I've seen this that always sticks out to me. I've never used it. A dishonest man can it's a, a dishonest man. You can always trust to be dishonest. Honestly. <laughs> Very uh, Marx brother ish. Yes. Who say so myself. David, the producer. How about you, sir? Any quotes jump out? I only have one, and it's because Johnny Depp uses it in almost every single movie, and he used it this time when he was in the jail. The guy pushed his hand through, and it turned into a skeleton's hand, and he looks at it and says, interesting. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you wrote that down in your notes. Interesting, quote, unquote. Five fun facts. Five fun facts. Whoa, five fun facts. Five fun facts. Five fun facts. Five fun facts. You know I love these. The film, I'll tell you what. Yeah, you guys take a guess. I'll give you a hint. Huge name. The film was written with whom in mind? Huge name in the early 2000s. Still big. Huge name. I'll give you, I'll, I'm, boy, I'm, I'm teeing this up too much. To play who? To play, sorry, to play Captain Jack Sparrow. My, my fault. To play Jack Sparrow, I'll give you a hint. He played a superhero as well. Superhero. Hugh Jackman. Israel. It's a good guess, but I feel like he wasn't big at that point. X-Men um, 2 was out then. Ah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Or it came out that summer. I should take that back. I, I, still, don't, I, I still don't think it was Hugh Jackman. I don't know. I don't know. Hugh Jackman, it is. Good. Oh, it was. Wow. David, I was going to go with uh, Robert uh, Downey Jr. That was before Iron Man, before Iron Man came out. Oh, was it? Yeah. I guess Iron Man was what? 08? Kevin, you know this better than me. Yeah. I think it was was 08. Mm. They made a MySpace joke in there, and that was still relevant. I remember that part. (laughs) Considered for, also considered for the role of Jack Sparrow. Some of these, each, as I read through each name, your asshole is going to pucker up tighter and tighter with each name I read. Ready? Bill Murray. Ah, what? Right? <laughs> oh, 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 wait, wait. Christopher Walken. <laughs> that would have been great. I want to see all of these versions. I got to say, <laughs> that man tell no tales. Your ship uh, it has no mass. <laughs> Yo, ho, ho. And a bottle of rum. Robin Williams. Oh, jeez. That would have been uh, a completely uh, different uh, movie. Uh, you time to walk the plank. Time to walk the plank. Oh, oh. <laughs> and the last one. And if this doesn't send a lightning bolt up your taint, I don't know what will. Steve Martin. Oh, oh Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Did, he, did, did you, do you know if Hugh Jackman actually read for it? Uh, I did not catch that. Because I could see, I, I mean, I could see him. It would have been a very different movie, but I could see him. In he it. did a pirate movie and it was bad. Pirates of Penzance. He did. He, he wasn't he was the fucking it? Peter no. Pan film. He did. He was a pirate. I know it. Mm. Google me right, Kevin Israel. Considered for the role of Will Turner. The first one again. The first one, two, three. Actually, all of them pretty good. Jude Law. 
Mm-hmm. Too old, though. Heath Ledger, that's a Would fucking- love to see that. That's a wheelhouse. That. That's in the wheelhouse. Ewan McGregor, also a little too old for the time. Maybe at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not. M- Toby Maguire. Could see that. Christian Bale, too old. Yeah. Too old. Well, too uh, serious. But Orlando Bloom got it because uh, he uh, he's uh, a little successful franchise called, called Lord of the Rings. That's what got people. Yeah. Oh, didn't this director do that one too? No, Am Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson did the Lord of the Rings. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. This is Gore yeah. Verbinski. Yeah. Johnny Depp ad libbed "Savvy" and "Bring Me That Horizon." That's what made the cut on his own little training. The screenwriters pitched this film for how many years before it got picked up? Throw out a guess, both of you. Ten. This came out in '96. No, oh three. Three. Oh three. Oh. Oh, that's never mind. Um. I bet, it, I bet it was floating around for 25 years. Ten. Goddamn, David, the producer. Did I get it? Yes, you did. Holy shit. He is, uh, what are tonight's winning lottery numbers? Yeah, right. Kira Knightley was 17 when she made this film. Her mother traveled with her on set perfectly. That explains all the reasons because all the hooligans on set, in my opinion, she'd have to run the gauntlet of dicks like American Gladiator if she did not have her mom there knocking those dicks away. That's for sure. Because she, well, I'll get into that. Number five, Michael Eisner almost pulled the plug on this film after it started production as Disney was burned with, oh, you're never going to get it, the Country Bears movie being a critical and financial disaster. <laughs> the he, Country Bears movie? I didn't Country. know they made that into a movie. I, I remember they did after I was seeing this go, oh, that's right, but I never bothered. What were the country bears? There were those three, the country bear jamboree. If you've ever been to yeah. Disney, they, had, they, they sing that, you know. It's, a, it's like animatronics. It's, exactly. It's, it's like Chuck E. Cheese. And they made a movie out of it? They sure yep. did. Wow. Disney doesn't bat a thousand. Let's just say between <laughs> 77 and 89. Basically between the rescuers and then between that and Little Mermaid was a dark time. For Disney. Uh, Eisner did not want to make theme park rides into films, but Verbinski showed him the conceptual art for pirates and convinced him that he's on the right path. And now it's time to ask a gutter. No one had any questions for you, Dave, the producer. So it's a very short <laughs> That's segment. That's awesome. <laughs> Usually okay, the question- in, in lieu of that, yes, I want to tell you what the pitch meeting sounded like. Go ahead. So, Bruckheimer. We want to make a film about a theme park ride that hasn't been updated in 40 years. Disney, no. Bruckheimer, we have Johnny Depp attached. Studio, take our money. <laughs> Fucking I would bastards. dare say at that point, like, still no. Yeah. Bruckheimer. <laughs> yeah. Well, Kieran Knightley offered to fuck you for a part of the film and sold. <laughs> the poor man's Natalie Portman. Fuck <laughs> you. Fuck you. That's in the notes. Oh, God damn it. He is. Get, see, kids, for those of you listening, go, I really want to be in that podcast. This is how you get on. It's by being fucking good and funny <laughs> and editing yourself. Unlike some people. And not stepping on the host jokes. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's my favorite part. <laughs> Fuck you. No, no. Ask the gutter is now closed. But now Kevin Israel, the man, he brings heat. He throws Roger Clemens in 1986, 99 miles an hour fast. He throws gas. He's 2-0, unlike his wife, in gutting films. <laughs> so it's now time for our pal David, the producer, to gut, gut the, the sacred, sacred cow. cow. <laughs> 
All right. So let's start by, I actually love this movie. I just missed you guys and wanted to talk. So are we cool with that? <laughs> we no, this thing's a real piece boost. of shit. <laughs> this thing's awful. Uh, I'm going to start with the movie title. It's as long as the movie itself. This thing clocks in at two hours and 38 minutes. Whatever happened to the tight 90 minute movies that we all grew up with? They, you know, ah, it drives me insane. This thing was so damn long. They should have used a sword in the editing fucking room. It was awful. It made me seasick just watching this goddamn thing. So I have two alternate titles for the movie. One, Dull and Crossbones. <laughs> or two, Yo Ho Ho Hum. Because this movie drags like a fucking anchor on the seaboard. Oh, it's really like, not a I good I like movie. title number one better, I'll be honest. Do you like it, Dull and Crossbones? Thank does, you. It's good. <laughs> so it's part Lord of the Rings, but only they obviously switch out the ring for a medallion. It's part love story. It's part adventure movie. It, it really, it lost its center. It, this movie has absolutely zero center. The real star of this movie is the CGI, because in rewatching this, it really holds it up. I mean, it's a very well shot movie. I mean, I, at least we'll give it that. But the problem that I have with the movie is the acting. And it's not really the acting it's overacting and <laughs> over enunciating every single scene uh, i have to give some props obviously to jeffrey rush because i think his part was actually pretty freaking awesome and he gave his character a bit of depth unlike the shallow performances of Depp, nightly and bloom they are awful in this movie i know people love the johnny depp character but I'm not one of those guys. I mean, this movie started out as a. am thinking to myself, okay, I haven't seen this movie since I think 2003 or four, uh, roughly after it came out and just rewatching it for the first time. I'm like, holy shit. They use every single pirate trope known to man, drunken pirate, check damsel in distress, check handsome hero check pointless fencing duels check <laughs> ship to ship battles plank walking parrot on the shoulder i get it every freaking trope is in there and and none of them done well the none of those scenes progress the movie at all and then you start getting into the characters ah okay jack sparrow everyone loves this character and i think this is why they ended up redoing or making what was it three or four did they do three or four after this one three do you recall? Se three sequels after this one three sequels they actually pushed out they pumped out three after this and i don't understand how they did it after one i'll tell you how 654.3 million dollar box office hall in 2003 that's pretty simple math <sighs> it's all about the money i get it all right. So the actual character of Jack Sparrow, he's a cross between Val Kilmer and the Doors and Dudley Moore and Arthur. There's, it's, <laughs> That's fantastic. That is it's, spot on. Wow. Totally. Just add eye makeup, right? That's all you need to add. And Depp said that he channeled uh, his character through yeah. Keith Richards. Yep. And I thought it was closer to Ozzy Osbourne because I couldn't understand a fucking word he said half the time in half those jokes. I'd have to go back and rewatch it. I go, what did he say? What, what, did he, what happened? 
but he does all quips throughout the first half of the movie. It's funny. Some of them are, but the second half of the movie, if you noticed, and I don't know if you guys experienced the same thing, none of the jokes land zero. They all fall flat, which makes his character pretty much inane at that point, because that's the only thing that made that character any good. So moving on to, Another reason why I can't stand this film is the first 10 fight scenes are with (laughs) zombie pirates and they go on way too long and without consequence. Why? Because you can't kill a fucking zombie pirate. So why have all these fights? No one is going to kill one of those things. You just run the other way. Get the hell out of there because you're not going to kill one. I thought it was stupid. Oh, and then the uh, subplot of uh, Bloom's character. What's what's his character's name again? You get it to Will remind Turner. Me. Will Turner. Yes, sir. So Will Turner, in the very opening sequence, we learn that he's a pirate. He learns it then in the next ten minutes after that, which could have been an interesting plot point. But then they don't drag it out at all or make it interesting through the movie. That it's like, oh, he was a pirate. Oh, guess what? He finds out he's a pirate. That subplot's done. It's like. What the hell just happened here? Why did they even bring it up? It doesn't even matter. It doesn't push the movie forward because no one cares. Oh, and then Knightley's character. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> Where do I start with her? Oh, let's uh, let's do the corset is too tight. Do you remember that scene where her corset oh, yeah. was too tight? She can't breathe. But she decides it would be a great idea to stand on a 550-foot ledge, which then she passes out and falls into the water. I mean, that alone is a stupid premise. And that's how actually she meets Jack Sparrow, which wouldn't have happened if she wasn't such a dolt. <laughs> it doesn't even make sense. She was on the edge of that. Uh, okay. And this is a love story, a love story that nobody gives a shit about at all. They didn't give me any reason to give a shit about why they love each other. They're the most bland hero and heroine that it didn't matter if they got together. The dialogue between the two was so tedious that I hoped that they would actually would have gotten together sooner and then bored each other to death like an old married couple. (laughs) That would have been much more fun. Oh, and here's uh, one thing that uh, follows your format, and that's the that doesn't happen moment in the movie. Yeah. Uh, some of my favorite of your show, by the way, and I'm not just kissing your ass because uh, you're both here. Uh, <laughs> when Depp and Bloom are walking on the ocean floor, carrying the boat so that they have cover and air, they <laughs> obviously don't know the laws of buoyancy. <laughs> or, or hydrodynamics. <laughs> or hydrodynamics. It's complete horseshit. Also, they don't know how cannonballs work because every time one would hit something, it exploded like it you know, was on fire. And it's like cannonball, cannonballs just don't explode. You didn't like when they loaded silverware and shit into the cannons and that uh. somehow worked? <laughs> you know what? I should have called that out because that is just as dumb. Cross it off uh, the next point of my yeah. list. Fucking <laughs> hell. The movie, and it really comes down to editing with this movie, because if they would have made this movie a 90 minute movie, I think it could have been okay. I think it could have been, you know, fairly decent. But man, it goes on an hour too long. Easy, easy for all the different uh, plot points that they didn't have to cover. Uh, The 
series of the fights that we talked about earlier that could have been shortened tremendously or some of them even cut out altogether or hell, you know, I thought they used to use that kind of footage for like the DVD extras and you could have had two extra freaking DVDs for this damn thing. <laughs> they didn't need it for the movie. So that's my argument. This movie sucks. <laughs> wow. That's it. I, so I was, I, I thought you'd come with like 15 points and shit. Okay. That's it. That's it. Give me a number one to 10. I give it a four and it's mostly because of the CGI uh, and just the way uh, a lot of even the live shots look. So it was a very pretty movie, but uh, the acting, not good. The script, four writers on that script, none of them did it any service. As a matter of fact, I think it was the movie made by committee. So I'm going to give it a solid four. Solid four. Okay. Fair. He didn't hate it, though. That's for someone who, again, came out like, fuck this film. We're going to. Four's not. It's not good. Four's not a good movie. I don't but know I, how many I, movies I, you. <laughs> I expect I expected you to say a two with the way you and I were conversing. That's why I said. That. Oh, no. It's only a four because of the way it's shot. That's, I'll give the cinematographer and the CGI team some credit, but the actors, the script, uh, the pacing, the editing. Oh, it's horseshit. No. All right. The craft services, it was all bad. <laughs> it was all bad. <laughs> These notes. Shit, I could to- fly to the Caribbean faster than I can actually watch this movie. That depends. That's true. <laughs> you can. You're in New Orleans. That's very true. Yep. You can be in the Cayman Islands in an hour and a half. I'm envious of you. <laughs> I've done it. So these notes brought to you by guttingthesacredcow.com, where every day you find fantastic articles like our buddy David, the producer, just said that doesn't happen. As every Monday's theme, as you've noticed, quotes, movies we want to see, things that we want made, sequels that we want to see or never fucking asked for. And listen, we need a little help. Please follow us on Instagram at guttingthesacredcow podcast and GTSC on Twitter. And of course, gutting the sacred cow at gmail.com. If you want A, want to advertise with us, and B, just say hi. We're friendly chaps. Notes mm. Elizabeth and Will never, ever, ever hooked up during their adolescent years the entire time of this film. To which I say, that doesn't fucking happen. <laughs> One of those hormones raging and she's on the, on the ship. She never snuck, never snuck down to the blacksmith's little shack and never, and, and they never had a three way with her, Will Turner and that donkey turning that wheel. Never. None of that happened. And pirates chase booty. You know that. Waka, waka, waka. My daughter eats pirate booty. That's one of her favorite <laughs> snacks. Pirate booty is delicious. Isn't it? Depp does ooze charm and charisma without fail. I don't get you. can hate as much as you want, but he does ooze that. Here's what I noticed. This is why I'm so thankful I, I, we're living why we are. Those huge bodices women wore back in the day must have taken forever to get off before engaging in boring English people sex. Women <laughs> must have been drier than the Sahara before they got that first layer off. All right. That is visual. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Let's talk about another that doesn't happen. Elizabeth has a fainting spell, the top of a top of a tower. You'd think she'd be a little more careful if she was ever having those in the past. I'm willing to bet that she has had at least one. Nonetheless, she falls in the water and within a two Mississippi, 
immediately sinks to the ocean floor. Last time I checked, and I swam for fucking years, thank you. You don't sink unless you expel all the air from your lungs. And most people try and give it a good old college try to stay afloat. Maybe she thought death would be sweeter than having to fake orgasms while mounting a dude that wears a wig. I don't know. One of those two. Ah, damn it. <laughs> one off the bucket list. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is going to get this. This this is going to be like this is like that film Piranha, the one in the 70s where the cow try and crosses the river and the piranha pick that fucker clean. <laughs> All of those shots by the infantry miss Jack Sparrow. All of them in the opening scene where he's being chased by the the the, the the infantry, that regiment would have been immediately sent into a boat to be cannonballed with that pathetic aim if I was the general or quartermaster of that island. Hey, Kev, I'm going to go check out for a while since you seem to have this one in hand. Oh, really? And uh, <laughs> let me know when, when you're done. I don't think you have this one. I wonder if Captain Phillips would have invoked the code of parlay with the Somalian pirates. It would have been a different, uh, different outcome. <laughs> Parlay, I am though, the captain now. Parlay might have been one of those pirates' names by chance. <laughs> Fucking David, the producer, my six point. Kira Knightley is a much looking, much, much looking better version of Natalie Portman. Not even close. Oh, you went the other way. Oh, I agree. you got to tell me that Natalie Portman is better looking than Kira Knightley. Not even. I, this, I, this is a menamuck. You know, it's a toss up for the no, middle. It it's a toss up for the middle. Um, yeah, because I don't know. I don't think any of them are hot. I don't always agree with KG on the on the women. I think we have diverging <laughs> t- tastes, but I got to go with them on this one. This is like Michael Jordan against Muggsy Knightley is stunning. Stunning. Wow. She walks in a yeah. room. People take notice. Natalie Portman yeah. walks in a room. Hey, where's your mom? <laughs> she's too spread you went to harvard didn't you she's a smart fucking <laughs> she's smart she's a good actress but look why people go yeah. she, they go gaga over her no no thank you put her in the emma stone cute but not hot category and great actress thank you oh you're not an emma stone fan now. sorry i'm also i no, don't say we've, a, we've spent seven episodes worth <laughs> on kg she's cute <laughs> she is cute she is a poor man's beverly d'angelo without the overbite and huge tits Ooh! Thank you. No, I don't think that at all. I think she's totally smoking. Oh, if she's smoking, okay, here we go, Ken. This is where he falls right well, in my trap. With, <laughs> if he, he's if with she, a redhead, so of course she, he thinks that. If she's smoking, then what is Pam Anderson in 1997, or what is Carmen Electra in 1997? Uh, whore. Okay, fine, <laughs> fair. There's a need a title. Carmen Electra. Literally, Carmen, Carmen Electra was peak female at any point. Absolutely. So you can't you say the word thousand percent. Okay, so you can't say hot for that. That's my point. That's my argument. Cute's fine. (laughs) Cute. I'm fine with cute. By the way, when Pam Anderson hit the scene, I remember thinking, well, nobody's nobody's beating this girl. And then Carmen Electra came out, and I was like, what the fuck? How did that happen? (laughs) Boy, that is an American gladiator joust with those two (laughs) big fucking balance. And they were in the same show. What the '90s was the best decade ever. This is the best tangent. TNA, you're right. The best tangent that's gonna be a videogram. I promise you. By the way, holy shit, Zoe Saldana's in this. I forgot about that. What a giant leap she made from that shitty movie Center Stage. I had a girlfriend drag me to go see that. From Ooh. Center Stage to Pirates of the Caribbean in a bit role to Avatar to Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, and Star Trek along the way, too. Like, this woman has had an insane career. 
if that monkey is in fact Marcel the monkey from Friends, horrible and <laughs> dumb show, I need to get a hold of his agent because that agent gets fucking work for his client. <laughs> Do we know I if it was? was? It looked exactly like I, it. I, it sure did, and that's why I I'm too lazy to Google now. This movie needs an editor like Amber Heard needs a few adult diapers. Jesus. <laughs> I see you, I'm tying these jokes in together, and I'm only getting nods. Fuck you both. If you... <laughs> I'm looking up the monkey. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> if you thought a stadium full of NASCAR fans stink, imagine being on a pirate ship for months. It must smell like elephant shit mixed with period blood at the Port Authority. Wow. That is vivid. This is and what I do. Correct. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> now, Kevin Israel, write this down uh, immediately. Add this to the list of shit I must do before I die. This is next on the list. Toss a match on a trail of gunpowder and blow something sky high. That is on my the next thing of list of shit to do. Perhaps if I bought every copy of A Christmas Story and then gave that a proper Viking funeral, that could be my <laughs> present. Blowing that pile of shit up. These pirates are just too goddamn nice. I was waiting for a tickle fight to break out the entire time. There's no real scallywag behavior in this film, except for Jack Sparrow save a couple of scenes. By the way, even cocaine smugglers don't have that fast of a boat to get to the island where Jack and Elizabeth are marooned. How far can you see smoke for? 10 miles? 20? They really cut the corner here, but they have a two-and-a-half-hour film that drags on in spots. By the way, I don't mind if films are two-and-a-half hours or three, as long as they move, i.e. JFK, Pulp Fiction, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I don't want to interrupt you, Father. It was not the same monkey. The monkey in Friends was a, a capuchin named Katie, and the monkey in Pirates of the Caribbean was actually two monkeys that portrayed Jack, uh, also capuchin monkeys. Ah, so you could see why I make that stereotype. <laughs> yeah, all you, all, all you capuchins look the same. Oh, you know, you're... <laughs> oh boy, we're now we're getting it canceled for the, for yeah. the monkey for monkey slayer. Yeah. Somewhere there's a capuchin monkey association of America, and they're fucked. <laughs> I hear a, I hear a pencil I hear a pencil breaking and a banana peel being thrown on the floor. Yelling, take this together. I'm going to have to write a statement tomorrow that says those opinions were Kevin Goatee's. I did not agree <laughs> to that. I don't endorse anything he says. You guys start on the apology tour. <laughs> Last time I checked, pilots are known for two things, raping and pillaging. Insert political joke here. And all Sparrow is alone on an island with only rum and a woman and no Randy talk ensues. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get it. I'm surprised Elizabeth. I don't get it. Yeah, I am too. I am surprised Elizabeth did not set her bodice on fire. I think that thing would have went up like a magnesium flare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys talked to. Oh, David on the Michael. whole rapey thing. Yeah, I, I think of the rapey thing that they had to keep it relatively clean because I this was the is. first PG thirteen oh, yeah. movie that they actually put out. Mm-hmm. This was PG thirteen. Yep. Yeah. Holy shit! Well, you thought what was thirteen about this? No, I think it's I the figured violence. this was. I figured this was PG at best. There was there was nothing in it. Yeah, yeah. I think it was just the violence. It was. Just, it was a. I'd say it's PG plus at best. You kind of touch on this, David. The two pirate cronies acting as comic relief did less than zero for me. I found them the <sighs> viciously annoying and disgustingly unfunny. 
like Friends was, the TV show. The effects oh, in this film. The eye gag. Oh, uh, yeah. If, uh, <laughs> that eye gag, they did it, what, three, four, five three times rule in the movie? It's like, okay, comedy. we get and, it. And wait, and then it just keeps going in later, <laughs> later episodes of this yep. movie. It's like, we get it. He has a wood eye. Holy shit. <laughs> it would only have paid off if Jack Sparrow would have fucked that, that cavity in his skull. That would have been funny. But then it would not have been a completely different film. Different movie. Exactly. The effects in this film truly amazing. I said that I don't care if even Mr. T wears a powdered wig. I think less of him. You put a powdered wig on Chuck Liddell and even RuPaul thinks he can take him. <laughs> How- <laughs> that, that character added nothing to the movie. Thank you. Thank you. Nothing. By the way, all these films do nothing but just show that, Br- that British people are the biggest pussies on two feet, right? Right. Yeah. Go, we, have to go right. Watch, we have to go watch Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. And go, oh, that's right. There are soccer hooligans that exist. Okay. <laughs> How did Elizabeth learn to fight as the daughter of royalty? Did I miss something? Did they set up that her having any kind of swashbuckling or any kind of combat training where she's at least fighting adept, uh, adept at fighting nope. people off? No? Okay, good. I'm right. The thing that she was probably trained the most for were coming up with racially insensitive names for her maids. <laughs> Jesus. That one hit. Nothing like attending a public hanging and then telling a woman you're madly in love with her. <laughs> I mean, I should have taken my wife to the gas chamber and proposed to her there instead of the parking lot at Six Flags Great Adventure like I did. True story. Uh <laughs> She wanted to be surprised. She got surprised. I mean, okay. Kira Knightley, 17, American Gladiator's Gauntlet Full of Dicks, wrote that joke down. The last line of this movie made me go, oh, God. He's a blacksmith. No, he's a pirate. Yuck. Uh, yeah. You, you just I guarantee you, everybody right in the movie theater, the opening night, could have finished her sentence. Yeah. If it cut oh, yeah. off it. He's a blacksmith. Everybody could have just gone in unison. He's a pirate. <laughs> Yo ho ho wah, a bottle wah. of bleh. <laughs> When David the producer made this choice, I said, Bingo. Here is his first misstep on this podcast. I love this film <laughs> the first few times I saw this. The sequels were weak though. But after rewatching this, I realized I forgot. I didn't or I don't remember how much this drags. Yep. This could have been easily had 20 to 30 minutes whacked off this thing. But I will say, let's Johnny Depp chews up scenery like Britney, Spe- Britney Spears chewed up meth and attacked cars with umbrellas while shaving her head. <laughs> he eats this fucking film alive, and he is glorious to the point where they even remodeled the goddamn ride in Orlando to have him as a hologram in it. When have they ever done that? Never. I've seen it. Yeah. I have too. They've- Mm-hmm. He demolished it, that role of Sparrow. Rush, as you said, I agree, was great as Barbosa as well. But the yes. plot starts out great. Treads water too long, and then, like a woman wearing a bodice in, a, in, in the sea, sinks. This does not pass the remote test. And I'm shocked. I am shocked. This did not hold up near as well as I thought it would. Six out of ten. I like it. It's still kind of, eh, eh. I'm not going to die in this hill. That's for goddamn sure. Six out of ten. Kevin Israel, the floor is yours. I have nothing left to say. You literally covered all of my notes. This is so t- – literally, I'm not even lying. Both of – I mean, half of what I wrote down, both of you covered. 
and most of the, most of it was by goatee and I fucking hate you. We need to stop doing this podcast because it's, it's just become one brain. Um, wait a minute. You wrote down the line about Mr. T wearing a powder rig and Chuck Liddell fighting RuPaul thinking, no, but I had a, I had a whole tirade about the wigs and we've covered the wigs to death now. Oh, and Captain uh, Phillips. I don't, I don't understand. I will honestly admit though. I just don't get it. When we were in, my wife and I went to Ireland. Uh, and we went through one of the castles and there was like all this, you know, all these write ups about why different fashion. And they tried explaining the wigs and the powder in the wigs. And it was based a lot of the a lot of the wigs existed because people didn't wash their hair and their hair was disgusting. So they just put wigs over it and they powdered it. So it cover up the smell, which is even more horrifying. <laughs> like that's it's just because people were filthy and weren't like, oh, let's just take a bath once a week. They were just like, now ah, let's cover it up. That's a better idea. They should wear, a wig, so that- they should wear a wig in their teeth then, too. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, no, you guys, you guys literally covered everything. I mean, the, sh- the, the soldiers, you covered that. They shoot as badly as stormtroopers. It's, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Uh, the pirates, David covered this. The, they covered all the tropes with pirates. They had a fucking midget and a guy with a parrot. We get it. You guys have seen pirate movies before. And they were like, we're just going to throw it all in there. Uh, here... The only person there, the only person prettier in this movie than Kiera Knightley is Orlando Bloom. <laughs> I hate Orlando Bloom. I hated him in in Lord of the Rings. I hate him in literally everything he's in. Why? He always looks like he's on the verge of crying. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's just got this face that I can't take seriously. They tried making him into like an action hero twice now, and like, the first no time he was it. he was sort of a, an effeminate elf. That it was like, all right, I guess I kind of get it. This time he was supposed to be this man child character who had a mustache, but looked like he was 14. And he was supposed to be, he was a blacksmith who was also apparently an acrobat because he was flipping all over the place, the swords, and they never explained any of that. Like, just because you make something doesn't mean you're, I know it, and I know he's like, I practiced 18 hours with it when I wasn't making them. Well, fuck you. You still could, like, just because you build cars doesn't mean you can be a NASCAR driver. Like, that being a <laughs> whole thing, just, just fucking ridiculous. I, I just, I can't, I, I can't stand. He was in a, a, an army movie and I'm drawing a blank on it right now. The name, he was just in it. It just came out, I think in 2019 and he plays an American and he does the worst American accent in the world. Like it's offensive. <laughs> every, every, like I've never wanted to boycott the British more than him trying to be like, all right, troops. It's like, what that wasn't. And he's like, I'm from Chicago. No, you're not. <laughs> No, you're not. You're from Chicago by way of London, maybe. But they, sh- they should have had David, the producer, that Chicago accent come to overdub Orlando Bloom's voice, because that's a real yeah. Chicago accent on David, right. the producer. <laughs> yeah. Parlay, Parlay is the most ridiculous plot device ever. Right. I'm sure, and I know it did exist, and there was in military, there was a, but it wasn't just like, oh, I'm the worst person in the world. You're going to kill me. Parlay. And they were like, all right, well, just, yeah, all right. Well, now we got to take it. No, they're fucking pirates. They would have killed you. I don't care what this bullshit code that they made up is. They're fucking, they rape and pillage and they'll murder you. You can't just be like, I want to talk to your captain. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. Because everybody would have just said that. That's just a stupid plot device to drag this two and a half hour meatloaf along like it just kept going because everyone kept asking if just one person didn't say parlay they would have killed him in the movie and the credits would have ran that we'd all be like oh that's like a caring can i talk to your manager quitsies yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, pirates. And Zach Morris going. Of ethics. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. That's excellent. Oh, I love the great call. Uh, why? So every and 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 David sort of made this point. Every time there's a fight with these zombies, it drove me bananas. Why was anybody fighting the zombie? They can't die. They can't, it's it's literally like when people shoot at Superman. Like, why are you still shooting at the guy? What do you think? Just you're going to be the one who gets through? Like, they're they're literally fighting dead people. And then the, and then at the the one and it, the battles all ran together because they were all just these ridiculous. A lot of the battles felt like we were, I was watching a musical. Like it felt like fights in a music. Like it felt like the Pirates of Penzance. Some of these fights. Because I guess they were trying to recreate the feeling of the of the ride, and they 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 did a pretty good job of it. But there was the one there was the one battle that started with the pirates sneaking up on the British ship, and they snuck on. And then it was when the two it was when dumb Wood Eye guy and the other one were dressed <laughs> as women for whatever reason, uh, because that's how stupid the British the Navy is. They would have been like, oh look at these two ladies, and nobody would have been looking anywhere else. And so the pirates sneak on. It was like, why do they have to sneak on? They're fucking undead. They can literally walk up to them and be like, go ahead, shoot me. You're not going to do anything. You don't have to sneak when you're a zombie. Watch a zombie movie. They won't sneak. It doesn't fucking matter because they're not going to die. And these were like super zombies. Like they could run and they could fight and they couldn't die. They were like the best form of zombies, but they were still sneaking around. And that drove me bananas. When you look at all the different pieces and different scenes and you realize that there's no consequence within them, the whole movie falls apart. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. When, right. When they were when Johnny Depp was fighting Barbosa and Barbosa right. even says it like, what are we just going to keep fighting forever? It was like, yeah, what, what's the point of this? Like have an arm wrestling match and just figure it out. Like it was there was just no point to any of those fights. And I disagree with KG about will hooking up with uh kiera knightley at some point when they were younger because will uh, bloom and knightley had less chemistry than two eighth grade girls who fought each other every day at lunch <laughs> there was no like i didn't buy into them at all having any interest in each other it almost felt like he was like a gay guy who was like all right i guess i'll kiss her like it was he just had there was there's just nothing from he was I experimenting yeah, I would have liked that. The it was end. a phase. Yeah. I tried vagina. It wasn't for me. <laughs> I would have bought it better if at the end, when Jack looked at her and goes, it wouldn't have worked out between us anyway. If he actually just grabbed her and started tongue kissing her and she just threw Will over the side and was like, this is where, because that would have been more believable. He, She and Sparrow had more chemistry than Will. Will was just another plot device who was thrown in there who I just never cared about. I never cared about him. Uh, Johnny Depp steals this whole movie. He created a character that was just so iconic that it all the sequels, the three sequels were built on the backs of just his character. There was nothing else to those movies. The plots were just fucking horrible. The whole, they are all too long and they literally just sat on the shoulders of this character that Johnny Depp created by himself. He created that character and led to thousands of terrible cosplay people dressing up like fucking Jack Sparrow. We have to deal with all those terrible accents and people like goatee saying savvy and us being like, all right, we get it. You saw <laughs> a pirate to the Caribbean. Good for you. Well, so we, because you listen, guys, I'll never use, I'll never say savvy on this podcast, but do we have an accord? <laughs> yeah. I, I request parlay on that. <laughs> so because you guys, yeah, go ahead. So because you guys took all of my points, I'll just tell one story about Pirates of the Caribbean. 
when I, I was when right around, I think it was a few years after the Pirates of, Pirates of Caribbean came out, I was doing a, a road gig that was like way out in Western Pennsylvania. And I was I took this girl that I was dating at the time and we got lost. It was like, it must have been around 2004 and I didn't have a GPS. I think I had like printed out MapQuest directions. I get lost and I knew I was in the area. So I pull into this mini mall and it was, you know, like seven o'clock at night and everything was closed except this one store. And it was an adult entertainment store and we're sitting there and i was like i was like i i have to go in and ask where this place that we're going is it's the only place and she's like well i'm not going in and i was like all right you know i was like i'm not going in to like jerk off in the back like i'm gonna literally go in and ask directions and leave and she was like as well, far as right. she knows yeah right right i'm, well, I'm very he, fast now, you won't, now, you won't ever... now that i'm here it's been a long trip <laughs> yeah. you didn't give roadhead and i gotta get this out before the show starts so and daddy's got a pocket full of quarters <laughs> so uh so i so i go in and there's all these it was really really there was tons of people in there and i was like this is a little odd for a uh for an adult store and they were all lined up and people were walking out and so I, I went to the guy i was like oh you know do you know where wherever i was going is and he's like oh yeah and he tells me and i was like what's going on here and he's like oh we have a we have a movie we have a signing one of the starlets is here and she's signing uh, a, a movie and i was like oh really and he's like yeah you could probably go get it if you want she's everybody just left she's back there by herself and i was like oh I, I have to see who this is. Like, I can't pass this up. So I go on there. And mind you, this is out in fucking Western PA. And I go on the back and there's a porn star named Carmen Lavana. Oh, sitting at a table. And she had just done a movie called Pirates, which was the highest budget for a porn movie at that time. And maybe still ever. And it was it was a spoof of Pirates of the Caribbean. And she was signing the, the movie and she goes in the back and she was, and, you know, she's in like some crazy like outfit. And I was like, and I just, and she's like, she's like, oh, do you want a signature? And I just go, I'm a comedian. And she's like, are you performing here? And I was like, oh, no, I was just lost. And I just stopped in to get direction. She's like, that's the worst excuse for getting my signature that I've ever heard. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, no, I'm serious. I was like, but since you're here, I guess I have to. And she's like, okay. And I'm like, and then I was like, oh, my girlfriend's out in the car. <laughs> I was like, ah, fuck it. So I buy the movie and she, she signs it. And she's like, what do you want me to say? And I said, uh, I said, oh, you know, okay. say to, to Kevin, sorry for making him wait, Courtney. We didn't have sex. <laughs> and, uh, oh, and <laughs> I want to say, I was hoping to say, dear Courtney, it's over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually like this girl. Oh. So, so I let, so I, I walk out and I get in the car and she's like, where, where, what? It took that long to get directions. And I was like, well, I had to talk to this porn star and get her signature because she was <laughs> promoting her movie Pirates. And she's like, she's what? like, that's terrible. And I pull out the DVD and she reads it and she's like, this really just happened. I was like, yep, absolutely. And so then we went, so I did the show go home the next day and she's asleep that night and i put it in and i watch it was the first porn that i ever watched all the way through <laughs> and i gotta tell you it had great special effects for a porn <laughs> it had the skeletons and everything it wasn't as good as pirates of the caribbean but it was it was fucking good for a porn and carmen lavana earned every bit of whatever they paid her for that movie and she in looked that. fantastic yeah. <laughs> no hanging in that movie just hung she must have said oh yeah you're here for a sing trick no i'm here for a blowjob actually so let's uh get a gun the girlfriend's in the car waiting 
it is a yeah, i mean you could google it now and it's it's all streaming for free but it uh yeah it was it's a, it's a fine piece of cinematic work but so that's what i what's your what you're left with since that's what happened this is terrible stories you get when kg takes up all my notes hey but, but i'll tell you i bet you it was under two hours and 38 fucking minutes oh it was, it was like 75 minutes they knew right. they knew how to edit they got to, they got to the point so, but you know walk, what? For walk, me, walk, I, walk the plank and take this dick in your ass. Is that what happened to <laughs> the puns? Played. There was a lot of there was a lot of skull fucking in this one, KG. Let's put it that way. <laughs> okay. But as, look, as far as Pirates of the Caribbean goes, and by the way, I agree with I agree with Dave that I think if you go up to the average person and go the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie, what's the whole title? They would go Pirates of the mm. Caribbean, right? I don't know. Nobody knows it's the Curse of the Black Pearl. Nobody remembers that. KG barely remembered it when saying it the first time. Just now. like who knew that? That's the nobody knows all the. They know it's Pirates of the Caribbean one, two, three, and four. That's right. what we. That's what we know it as. But the movie for me, the movie it wasn't. It wasn't terrible. I did like it when I first saw it. This wasn't one that I was when he when Kev told me that you were doing it. I, I was like, I have no idea how I feel about it. It's okay. It's. it's Kev said half hour. I'd say they could have trimmed an hour off of this. Mm. The point it gets to, there was th- the one most confusing point was why did they need Will Turner's blood? They killed his father. So why do they need? And I actually looked up online and there are all these different explanations as to why, because they, because he was already a zombie. So when they threw him to the bottom of the earth, uh, the sea, he didn't die. So they needed somebody else's blood, which is what just way too complicated. Like if you need to look that far into a movie based off of a Disney ride, you were, <laughs> you made it too complicated. So it's it's fine, but this whole movie rides on Johnny Depp, who does do a masterful performance in this. I I love him. You're right, David, that he it's overacting, but it's beautiful overacting. He <laughs> makes this character because it's such a cartoon, and and you know it spawned three more movies just because he was a great character. So for me, I I get it. It's it's not fantastic. The, the CGI did hold up, but it dragged. And when I started watching it, I was like, holy shit, this is two and a half hours long. I didn't really, I allotted, and I think an hour and 45 for this. So it could, it could use 45 minutes cut from it. Um, two sittings for me. It, it took two, I had to walk away from it. I'm like, I, I, I can't do all two and a half hours right now. <laughs> yeah, it was, you had to go in Bourbon Street and booze up, you fucking lush. <laughs> <laughs> It, it was just too much. And it wasn't holding my attention, to be quite honest. And when I first picked this movie, Kevin, and or Kevin and Kevin, that I actually recall it being okay. And then I'm like, I got to rewatch this. I'm not certain if it's just my memory as a younger person that thought it was okay and decent. And then I rewatched it. I go, no, this is a piece of shit. Yeah, I was wrong. <laughs> See, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it was a piece of shit. I'd say that it was. It's. It's overrated. It's too long. But it is for. I, I mean, I think this movie is going to go down as a classic. And for me, it's a five-five. Oh, here we go again. Half a point away. Mediocre. <laughs> we don't. We don't fucking Jesus Christ. Are you flowing today? Are you getting your period today as well as I am? Heavy. <laughs> very heavy. Has <laughs> a heavy flow. Oh my God. And the set in the postscript to your story, Carmen Luvana died at 44. No, I just, no. did she really? No, I just made that up. It's just fun to see. Oh, I, was like, <laughs> I met her. We had something. <laughs> did you watch that film and go, I know her. I know her. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That's the scenes. She was in a couple scenes and it was a little hotter. I was like, ooh, I kind of, we had something. <laughs> She's and, I, and by the way, and you can edit this part out. I don't know what it is that porn stars and strippers, the scent they wear, but it, 
oozes off of them. And the minute you smell it, you're like, I want to have sex right now. Like, I don't know the answer, what that smell I, 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 is. Oh, I know what it is. I know it's exactly what it is because I had an ex-girlfriend who stumbled Science on Science volunteers. <laughs> Molestation. No. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's my ex-girlfriend wore it. And I go, holy. She found that. I go, oh, this is the stuff that guys give dollar bills and jam up her cooches. It's angel perfume. Angel. Oh, what do I One of my exes wore angel. Yeah. There you my, go. My, Carmen Luvana was born in Brooklyn, and she is 39, about to turn 40 years old this year. By the way, Carmen Luvana, that's not her real name, if you're wondering. It's Michelle Sandoval. So this was probably back in 2004. So that was 17 years ago. Right. So she mm-hmm. mm. I don't know if that math works out. <laughs> 81. No, it does work out. <laughs> Does it? She's been 22, 23. That's fucking. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's right down Broadway. Porn star age. And then the three more years and she's in MILF territory. And now she's in GILF. Is she she still a working girl? Listen, I'm just looking into the Google here. Um, Nothing jumping out. (laughs) When you have a little more time and time on your hands later, (laughs) uh, let me know. I do. I will say that they do have free anal sex videos on Pornhub that it, it's uh, described for her. So uh, I'll see you guys in about 15. So before we get to that, <laughs> how did we go from Carl? Oh, I know how we got there, but it's been a lovely. I'm sorry. <laughs> Critics, five star reviews. Five star reviews. Five star reviews by critics. It's Johnny Depp who steals the show, creating a swashbuckling persona so outrageously regaling it would single-handedly guarantee sequels. Oh, we have a soothsayer in our hands. <laughs> Ahoy, mateys. Shiver me timbers. I think we have a winner here. This is about 45 minutes too long, but it holds, still holds up as a rousing old-school adventure movie like you might have gotten with Errol Flynn back in the day. You know, as you, as you were ta- talking about Orlando Bloom, Kevin Israel, I think he does have that Errol Flynn kind of swashbuckling look. That's how he got the role. That's my guess. The whole feature film is one yeah. giant ride, which, considering its origins, is perhaps to be expected. Depp gives his, gives his loosest and looniest performance yet, and it is spectacular. Have you not seen What's Eating Gilbert Grape, guys? I think that's his looniest. <laughs> Critics, one-star reviews. Critics, one-star reviews. Critics, one-star reviews. <laughs> if you think the title is long, wait till you see the movie. <laughs> I think David, the producer, is either clairvoyant as fuck or stole some of these lines because get ready. Uh, Were it not for Johnny Depp's crassly reassured character creation of scoundrel pirate Captain Jack Sparrow, there would be nothing to relish in this overlong and witless waste of a celluloid based of celluloid based on a Disneyland ride. Yo ho home. Yo ho ho. Yo ho hum. The ride was better and shorter. The two main stars of the film. Did he say yo ho ho hum? (laughs) That fucker. <laughs> or he could thought, say, when he hears you go on this podcast, that fucker. Uh, <laughs> the two main stars of this film are some, te- some fantastic visuals and Johnny Depp's performance, which is the saving grace many times over. Not a sunken wreck by any means. At the same time, not quite summer movie treasure. I would disagree. 
at, say, 85 minutes, this would be a little jolly swashbuckler, but 143, it turns into an unholy trial. 85 minutes is like Pete is <laughs> an unholy a- trial. Yeah. He's right. 85 minutes is like a fucking, you know, Pete's dragon or the rescuers down under kind of running time. Not, you can't do a proper. Why is zone. everyone so okay with a movie that's that long? I just saw on Vulture today because I had to look this up. This is really messed up. The 13 best movies over four hours long. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, there are there are that many movies that are over four hours that people love. I, I, I just know, can't believe it. I don't know what the history of the world. No, birth of uh, there's birth like Ben Hur is part of that. Uh, ben Hur is four hours long. Uh, yeah, I think it's over four hours. Uh, I yeah, think that I was know. one of the ones Christ. listed. Um, Cleopatra. Uh, what was? Um, oh, what's the Civil War one? Oh, Glory God. is not four uh, hours. No, 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 no. Uh, much older. Yeah, but Shit. see, back then people didn't the have wind. anything to do because they, right. they could be. Gone with the Wind is not four hours long. We did on this podcast. It is not four hours long. It's not long. four hours long. No, I, think it's, not. I think it's I think it's Maybe I'll look up those thirteen yeah, movies because I saw that and I'm like, what the? I know that those were definitely over three hours yeah. though, and that's still crazy. Yeah, the but there's thirteen beloved movies over four hours, and I think that's bullshit. And a lot of those movies stink. Amazon. <laughs> Five star reviews. Yes. Five star reviews. Amazon five star reviews. The plot is a bit convoluted here and there, and they probably had to stitch a lot of little things together in what must have been a massive, beyond massive, editing job. But it all works. The storyline is brilliant. The special effects are the best I've ever seen. Parentheses, no doubt. Among the best ever created, possibly the very best. How many more superlatives can you say in this fucking review? And the act- signed Jerry Bruckheimer. Yeah. <laughs> Not Don Simpson. He died of ODing on Coke. And the acting mm. is superb. Johnny Depp is off the charts. Convoluted. Does this person think, does this person need Ernest Goes to Camp? The plotline of that explain to them that this is convoluted? <laughs> I remember taking a ch- as a child, taking the boat adventure, boat adventure ride it's a small world adventure that thing lulls <laughs> kids to sleep that's what you do when you want to get them home before you go to the hotel jesus and was totally amazed by the animatronic menagerie of figures that dwelled within the pirates of the caribbean was the most vivid with its explosions of cannon fire the pirates screaming the acts of war and now this motion picture however, however pg rated is just as much for adults as children even more for those that have not fully let go of their own mm disagree <laughs> i bought this because my english learner student fresh from honduras told me he won every day how he wanted to watch captain jack sparrow for a kid who only knows a few words of english i had to buy it to encourage him he loved this movie and would watch it a little bit at lunch every day it really helped build up his vocabulary kid friendly and fun not my favorite movie but it's harmless can you imagine this guy working in a, in a kitchen and answering his boss jefe can i have off next saturday my sister is marrying a fellow who enjoys rum more than that wench's loose labia we have an accord <laughs> I honestly you want to learn your English from Jack Sparrow yeah I honestly cannot what's next Borat I can honestly not <laughs> fathom why someone would not like this movie it has all the great ele- essential elements through a great story good action intriguing characters great supporting cast superb special effects tight plot Sp- superior tight. yeah tight 
superior cinematography. Johnny Depp the first time around was a little much, so I watched it a second time and was much more in tune with his performance. Jeffrey Rush's Barbosa was excellent, as was the entire supporting cast. I am sure the people who don't like this movie are the same ones who find Adam Sandler hilarious, Ben Stiller a knee-slapping wonder, and Eddie Murphy bathroom scenes brilliantly witty. That's I just feel bad wrong. that this guy is thinks this is tight. Yeah, sex yeah. life must suck. Yeah. <laughs> that is a good review. <laughs> He's right. Ben Stiller is the opposite of a knee-slapping wonder. Well, I'll give him that. Yeah. <laughs> Amazon one-star reviews. Amazon one-star reviews. Amazon one-star reviews. Amazon one-star reviews now. Amazon one star reviews, one star review, one star review, one star, one star reviews. Not very good, and someone kept bugging me to watch this. Don't see why. If you really like fake sword fighting movies with not much story in it, this is the movie for you. Maybe book is better. Ah, so this person wants is real sword fighting. So I think they're better off watching the Faces of Death videos or shop on the dark web for snuff films. I like how he said someone has made me watch it as though we're supposed to know who that someone is. Yeah. Like right. this guy over here. Yeah. Parentheses, my cunt wife. <laughs> right nine- after Chocolat, we had to put this bullshit on. <laughs> Chocolat. That's a great pull. <laughs> Chocolat. I almost got dragged to that too. My husband and I, <laughs> senior citizens, both hated this movie. My daughter begged me to get it and thought we would enjoy it. Why, I will never know. It is strange to say that the least, sorry, it is strange to say the least and so unbelievable. All right. Nothing like the title would lead you to believe. People changing from humans to skeletons and back again is not my cup of tea. Give me John Wayne and Maureen O'Hara any time and you can keep Depp. Signed, <laughs> Johnny Depp's mother. <laughs> this, signed old man i'll you know, get off my lawn yeah this guy's He's daughter who made him watch it is the same guy's wife from the last video last <laughs> he just took a time machine yeah. <laughs> i love pirates and tales of adventure so i was looking forward to watching this movie but it turns out unfortunately that this is a typical disney movie with the typical disney humor complete with two stupid bad guys the dumb british old guy plus new and improved the dumb british new guy flawlessly beautiful, haughty heroine, and Orlando Bloom as the hero. I couldn't help laughing aloud to see that scrawny Bloom. Have you seen his dick? That ain't scrawny. Uh, Playing the part of a blacksmith's apprentice. The fact that that heroine gets stranded on a desert island with a drunk pirate captain and presumably manages to avoid being raped also bothered me. Me too. It seems that to me that the movie makers were most interested in the horror aspect of the film, horror, which was the which was interesting, but yeah, which was interesting but totally sensational, and I thought redundant. (laughs) Johnny Depp's performance was great, of course, but it couldn't save the movie. The soundtrack is very enjoyable. I'd rather listen to that than watch the movie. And my favorite one of them all. You know, the soundtrack was actually not bad. I will give it that. Well, you know who did the it soundtrack? Was, it was an interesting soundtrack. You know who did the soundtrack, Kev? I'm sure you know the I answer. do not. Hans Zimmer, who is on this second. Oh, Hans Zimmer, yeah. Yeah, Hans Zimmer, oh. the second only to John Williams on the Mount Rushmore score composers. So, What about Danny Elfman? Hans Zimmer. 
Danny, Danny Elfman's, Elfman's up there. You know, he's good. He's on there. He's not, I, I think Hans Zimmer with everything of late, maybe yeah. it's recency bias, but Elfman had a great run, but he hasn't been heard much from the last 20 years. And he's very niche. Like the stuff he does is very Austin specific. Yeah, you know what? You yeah. would be surprised. Look up, a, go on IMDb tonight and take a look at what he's done. You're going to go, I didn't know he did that. I didn't know he did that. I mean, it, it, it goes on forever for stuff that I had no idea who was a part of. David, the only thing I'm going to be Googling tonight is Carmen Lavana. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, I'm going to Google Carmen Elfman. Yeah. David's going to come back with a fun fact. They'll go, guys, he wrote, Danny Elfman wrote the scene to The Simpsons. Kevin Israel and I will be watching her take a cutlass in her butthole. <laughs> yeah. Hey, avert your eyes. Tonight <laughs> will be a night of the Carmens, Lavana and Electra. <laughs> Save your money. I don't know how this movie got so many positive reviews. My wife and I could only watch an hour's worth before stopping it. It is the second movie, only the second movie that I've bailed on this year. The other was Anger Management. That film does stink. I agree. That is awful. I love comedy. I am a big Monty Python fan, etc. But the film, the humor in this film eluded me. If you want to watch a much better pirate comedy, try Yellowbeard or Cutthroat Island. Larry in Appleton. Yo, please don't break my heart and tell me that's really Larry Appleton from Perfect Strangers who wrote that review. Fucking Because <laughs> now he's going to go off and do the dance of joy with his cousin Balky. Die, 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 die. <laughs> I can always call back to that and get a laugh. Kevin Israel, David, the producer, continue his hot streak and gut this sacred cow. I have to edit one thing in. I forgot the whole punchline to that fucking pirate story. So when we moved, when my wife and I last moved and we were packing up uh, everything, I had this huge DVD collection that's sitting under the TV in my living room. And she's taking all the DVDs out and I'm in the kitchen packing up the kitchen. And she goes, Oh my God, I'm in here. <laughs> and I walk in and I'm like, what? And she's holding up, she's holding up pirates. And she's like, what is this? And I was like, oh, huh. She's like, do you know for four years, I've looked at that, at the spine of that and thought it was pirates of the Caribbean. And I was like, well, then no blood, no foul, I guess. What do you want? She's like, you've had porn in here the whole time. And I was like, I didn't even I haven't I didn't know where that movie was. She's like, we're throwing this out. I was like, that's signed. We're not throwing that out. I thought she was going to come to you and say, who the fuck is Courtney? Yeah. <laughs> she, so, first of all, I would have loved if Ashley would have thrown that in the old DVD tray. Go, oh, we're going to have some popcorn and watch good old Jack Sparrow. And here she is. getting. Oh, DVD. man, that would have been if her mom was over and it was like, oh, mom, we can watch Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> oh. Getting DP'd by a dude in fucking wigs over a golden chest. When she said, come in here, yeah, goes, guess it, what? Three times already today. And if I remember right, that movie starts hard. <laughs> Too easy. Too easy. Well, she said, well, you have porn in here? Like, not only do I have porn in here, I have porn in the bedroom. I have porn in the basement. I have porn in the second bathroom underneath the fucking sink. There's porn a lot of places in this house. I have a, I have a laptop that can't start because it has so much porn on it. I carry my porn with me all day long. So. Yeah, well, now, now yes. <laughs> Yeah, now <laughs> life is much easier now. I have. Anyhow, still, back to- I, oh, wait, wait, wait. I still have, and I love this, and my, it's right in front of plain sight. And my DVD, Blu-ray, library with still v- some VHS says, 
I have labeled not one, that two, nothing but porn, nothing but porn two, and nothing but porn three. I just made a fucking mixtape of porn when DVD burning was in vogue and just burned the shit out of a bunch of fucking porn. And it's still sitting in the end section of my DVD collection. So hiding in plain sight is the best way to go. That's what I said. <laughs> Right. Clearly, it worked because it sat there for four years and she never said anything. Yeah, Kevin Israel, give Back me number to- one. Give me. Oh, sorry, you already gave the number. Go ahead. Sorry, did uh, David Israel? Did David Israel? That's uh, that'd be your brother, right? <laughs> that's that's my. I have a cousin. Do you realize that's fucking hilarious? Did David? Is that the name of your new baby? <laughs> <laughs> did David, the producer, go for the old hat trick and get this third gutting? Did he gut the sacred cow? You know what? This time, David came in. He was very short. He was concise. He didn't drag it out. I, I agree with you, KG. I was expecting a little more fire and anger from him about this. But I got to tell you, thanks to this movie not aging great just overall, thanks to the two and a half hour runtime, and thanks to his very pointed, uh, his, his pointed notes, I think he did. I think he did gut it. Oh. It wasn't like he didn't decapitate it, but the, the cow's dead. <laughs> Yeah, this 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 thing had terminal cancer, and we're about stage four though. We're not there quite yet. He came in. He he shut off the end. He shut off the feeding tube. Stomped on the throat, and you put know, a pillow he, over its head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, <laughs> shh, shh. Yeah. <laughs> it's better this way. <laughs> By the way, is that one of the creepiest scenes in Saving Private Ryan? Where he puts the knife in the guy. Shh, shh. <laughs> He did indeed got the sacred cow. David, the producer, congratulations. You have joined the three. Yes. Patrick. You and uh, our uh, our buddy Joanne Nosichinsky is also three gutting seer. Nice. So that is uh, some rarefied air. Congratulations, sir. And uh, where can we find you? What are you up to? Talk to us. Uh, just producing uh, my wife's podcast, The Unreadable Rant. And uh, we're taking a little bit of a break from YouTube for a bit. So it's all about the podcast. And she's writing a book right now, so that's why she's on hiatus on YouTube. Good for her. Yeah, good stuff. Hey, Kevin Israel, what about you, pal? What are you up to? KevinIsrael.com for dates and whatnot. I'll be at um, Foxwoods Casino uh, the end of June and mid-July. I can't remember the dates off the top of my head, but if you go to my calendar, it's there. You can also catch me on Kevin Hart's Lift Comics on um, – uh, I'm drawing a blank on the channel that it's on, but you can find it on the LOL Network YouTube Pluto? channel. Pluto, thank you. Thank yes. you for knowing my life better than I do. <laughs> the Pluto Network, and it's also on the LOL Network. And last but not least, please, if you're watching, the, if you're listening or watching this, go on, leave us a review on your favorite platform of choice, whether it's iTunes or Stitcher or Spreaker or when I go to the Listen to Us Now page on our we're everywhere so wherever you're listening to us from just go leave us a quick review leave us a little two sentence review how funny you think we are it really makes our day and just leave us a five star rating it helps us it makes us happy and it ensures that more people hear about us which is really what we want so just do the right thing make us happy i just found out that i'm going to be a daddy soon and uh, and so and so listen i don't have much to look forward to in life so this is it this, this <laughs> podcast is all i have <laughs> Well, well, a sad, sad, you have no idea how true that is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah. 
Uh, and if you do leave a review, make sure it's five stars. Don't leave us a four star review because you didn't like one of our guests. As, <laughs> as one of our one of our reviewers said, I didn't like the the, the Titanic episode. I not like the guest. That's that, listen. Don't blame us for the, if you don't like the guest. Like like the podcast for five stars for what it's worth. Just if you don't like the guest, you can say I didn't like the guest in that episode. That's fine, but. Don't dock us a star because you didn't like that guest. That's all we ask. <laughs> KevinGoT.com for the shenanigans. Check us out. Uh, GTSC podcast. If you want to, again, advertise with us, guttingthesacredcow at gmail.com or just to say hi, what's up. And, again, the most important thing I think we could really ask you, or just as a small, small favor, is telling your friends about us. That's all we want. Just tell your friends and say, hey, got a really cool, funny movie podcast. Subscribe on YouTube. And uh, just follow us and just spread the good word. If you really like what we're doing, which we are, we'll get a new live show out back in the mix sooner or later because the uh, obviously Corona is, is pretty much almost said and done. So we'll have a live show yet again. We're going to figure out when and where and all that good stuff, but it's going to happen, kids. So uh, gutting the sacred cow. You have to let me know when you're doing that. Oh, you're, I you're, definitely you're, want to be on. You were one that. of our first phone yes. calls, my friend. Believe that. Cool. David, the producer, we love you. You know that. We love your wife as well she's a joy you both are delights we can't thank you enough for making time for us and well done sir well done coming on again thank you and this is a uh, the favorite my favorite podcast i've been on all day <laughs> yeah <laughs> take care pal you know i you know how much i love you guys oh we do we love you too when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.